Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, Abraham Joseph Jenifuja welcoming you to today's episode of Voice of the VIP. Welcome, and how are you doing? How are you doing in terms of um, your positioning, uh, your clarity, and your uh, satisfaction about the direction that you have in the midst of all that is going on in the world? How are you doing? And how are you feeling about that? Okay, it is one thing, as I always say, beginning my podcast, it is one thing to do things, and it's another thing to enjoy doing them. Okay? Enjoy, which means that, you know, it is not, it is a joyful um, enterprise. So I break down enjoy in those two areas. So it's an enterprise that's joyful. Doesn't mean that it's always perfect, but there's something about uh, what you're doing and how you feel about doing them that gives you joy, okay? And then you can continue on that journey. So how are you uh, feeling and how are you doing? Uh, so when we look at what we are doing and uh, what we are feeling, then the next thing is how are we thinking about those things we are feeling and doing, okay? How are you thinking? What are you thinking and, you know, how are you uh, processing all those things? All those things I'm talking about, they are very, very central to the voice of the VIP um, because the VIP, as we know, stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose for everything that pertains to life and godliness okay i'm using god deliberately because i know that you know if you are listening to this podcast you're a leader and if you're a leader you must have the awareness of god you cannot be a leader and and disown or dismiss god's existence okay all right so VIP stands for God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. And because of that, you know, what we think, what we do, and how we are feeling about it, and what we do, they have to have some kind of alignment to God's VIP. Otherwise, they will be operating under value. Okay? So, God's VIP, as you know, uh, is a way to measure value in anything. Whether we are trying to measure value in the home or value in, in business or value in education or value in um, religion spaces, in churches or other faith organizations, uh, what, or whether we are trying to measure value in government, the VIP is a standard of value. Any value that is contrary to uh, God's VIP, 
it is not true value. Okay, it may appear like that, but it's not true value, and it's just a matter of time before the cracks are starting to um, show show up. And that brings me to uh, the issue of clouded faces, because for the past few months, you know, we have all in the world dealing with a, a virus that that we cannot see. Uh, we don't know where it's coming from. We don't even know where it's going. Uh, we are just in a moment in time right now, trying to find a cure for it, trying to find a vaccine for it. And you know, I'm not a scientist, but you know, I heard that you know the process of getting a vaccine is not a uh, sure thing is is it, it goes through a series of trials and testings and you know before it can you know actually you know be in the market uh, safely for people to use. So in the interim, we are in a space of having to um, you know life cannot stop. So when instead of having to do something, um, cope with something, or actually triumph over, over, over this virus, even before the vaccine comes, if we understand and align ourselves with God's VIP, okay, we will not be coping, because coping is just trying to uh, manage and maintain our life under a form of oppression or suppression, okay, or, or a broken system. You know, we're trying to hold things together, okay. There are so many parts of life that we are trying to hold together. That's what coping is. And that is what is happening right now under COVID. Uh, that even after vaccine has been found, you know, the, 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 the lesson of COVID, the, the trauma of COVID will still linger on uh, for many years. I mean, it has affected every area of life. It has affected, you know, what we have always thought would be normal, you know, just going out of the house in the morning, driving to the office, you know, getting the office and greetings and shaking hands and having meetings, uh, you know, hugging and relationship and all those things in the family, that all those things have changed. And so it's, it's affecting us in a, in a very, very deep way. So as a leader who is aware of the existence of God, who might even know God personally, okay, and who knows God personally through, through Jesus Christ, I'm going to say that because that is the ultimate um, knowledge that one can have of God, okay, to have the mediator of everything that separates us from God to bring us into relation with God.
So as a leader, whether you, you know, you're a God-fearer, you know that God exists, but you don't really know the mind of God, you don't know how, you know, God's economy works, or you know that you have your own responsibility as a leader and you want to fulfill it to the, your best ability, you know, whether you're that kind of, um, you know, um, leader, um, or whether you know, you know God in terms of um, what God, um, you know, preference in life is what God. I mean, you know the law of God, for example. You know, you know the, you know the Ten Commandments. You know what what God approves of or what God doesn't approve, and you live like that. You know, you try to obey the law. You try to, you know, uh, rule your organization um, through, you know, policies and rules and regulations. You know. And that is your own way of coping with all these things. And then the third kind of leader would be someone who, um, you know, you have an awareness of, awareness of God, but you also believe that there are other gods out there, okay? You don't believe that there's only one God. You believe that, you know, there are many gods and, you know, you can pick from one God here and pick from one God there and pick from another God there and put it together and here you can that's your own philosophy of of leadership. Okay. Uh, these three scenarios are a kind of uh, mindset that were existing before COVID. Okay. Before COVID, these three kind of mindset they devalue uh, our potential to really create value that is sustainable under any kind of environment, under any kind of circumstances. Okay? They devalue the potential and they undervalue, they undermine the integrity of, of God's worthiness in our lives. They just undermine it. Okay? Because we are not operating up, on, up to the level of God's worth potential in our lives. And to some extent, they also overvalue, you know, our proposition, our, our value propositions. Especially when, when you think that you you know you have many gods and you know the more gods you have, the more the more successful you're gonna be as a leader in terms of your in terms of, of your um you know philosophy and worldview and, and things like that. Or you may think that the more the more laws you keep, the more rules and regulations, the more tight ship that you run in your company or in your home, in your business, in your church, in your government, anywhere, the more tightly you run these things, uh, the more value you're going to get. Okay, so all these mindsets were existing before COVID. For many years, and centuries before COVID, okay, and so they have created a crack in what is what true value really is. They create a crack in them, and then the more the crack persists, guess what happens? Your guess is good because you see it. When crack is in place, and with time. 
you know, and erosions and water and air and sun, what happens? The cracks widens, you know, and it becomes a gap. Okay. So cracks that began to be something small that we didn't pay attention to, that we uh, not even focused on it because we just minimize it. Well, wait a minute, it's a small crack, you know, you can just forget it. It's going to, it's, it's not a big thing. And then uh, over the period of time, uh, that kind of mindset that kind of overlooks those small, small things and gets entangled in that other bigger, bigger things uh, will allow the crack to finally become a gap. And when it becomes a gap, you know, it is too difficult. You know, the cost of fixing it is just too much. Okay. Perhaps when it was a crack, you know, you know, it was possible to fix it, to to, to do something about it. When it becomes a gap, you know, it's just impossible. I mean it's gonna cost a lot to fix it. Okay. So that mindset was existing before COVID. That, you know, we're kind of, you know, contented with the way things were, even though we knew that something was not right, something was not right about this. But somehow we, we got ourselves, we contented with them. And now when COVID has exposed it, you know, we see how big those gaps are now. Because when business close, when school close, how do you create value? How do you how do you continue what you've been doing for 50, 100 years before? The whole rules have changed. You know, what we're lying on, you know, for sustenance. They are no longer working. They cannot work in this kind of economy that we are in right now. So this gap that was existing before has now been exposed. And that's where we find ourselves today. And there's no amount of, um, you know, new regulations, new rules, you know, no amount of philosophy, no, no amount of anything that can be put in that gap, okay, that can fix it, really. No amount of money can be put in there. It's going to suck and vacuum that resources out from the, you know, general population. And that's what is happening right now because there's a lot of assistance going on to help leaders maintain their organizations in terms of funds, loans, and all those things. But the problem is that if those funds and loans are being invested with the same mindset of the cracks and the gaps before COVID, it's just gonna suck it up. It is going to suck the whole thing up. It's going to drain it. It's going to fall through the gaps. And so when that happens, what do we do? What do we as leaders do? 
Because as I've said before, many times that leaders are representing God in a society. Okay? To be a leader is not by chance. God caused that to happen. You know, God allowed that to happen. Whether through election or through selection or through appointment or whatever way or through default, whatever way a leader becomes a leader, God allowed it to happen. God used our, our own human system. God worked in there and through there and he determined the outcome. So if you're a leader today, you didn't get it by chance. Yes, you use your own intellect, your experience to maybe, you know, convince people to put you there. But the final determination of you, your position as a leader, either in the home, okay, either in the in the in the business, a leader, or, or a um, church leader, or you know, leader in in education, or leader in organization, or leader in community, or leader in government, or department of governments, anywhere. Anyway, no leader is there by chance. God orchestrated that. And there's a reason behind what God is doing. We just don't know it. Some God will reveal to us, but some God withholds it. Okay? The thing that God has revealed is for us to know and embrace it and learn something through there. Okay? But the thing that God has not revealed is not for us to know. There are so many things love like that. You know, God is not going to reveal it because it belongs to God. So coming back to the fact that as a leader, you are not there by chance. You are representing God. And God will not leave you alone to deal with this, you know, COVID um, scene and life and, and economy that we have right now, God is going to help you to bring to the, the question of how close are you to God? How close are you in relation with God? How do you understand His voice? How do you how do you see what He's doing in this COVID? How do you interpret this COVID season that we are in? Because how you interpret it is going to be directly related to how successful you're going to be as a leader in this COVID economy and in 21st century. Okay? Because, uh, when, okay, so go, I want to say one, one more thing. Okay, so when we have all this, all this help, you know, coming down to fill this gap that has been exposed, I'm saying that it's going to suck all the wealth, currency, money, funds, we're going to suck everything out because it's a gap. It's too, you can't close with that. Okay? It's a natural gap that we can see, but it has a spiritual, uh, it's a spiritual gap primarily. It's just been exposed as a natural gap. So if you're going to deal with that gap, you have to deal with it from the point of view of spirituality. Okay. Now, those that we are leading, they may not even care about that, you know. But we, as leaders, we have to know that there is, you know, for everything that is natural, 
there is spiritual undertones to it. You know, just like the Bible says in Hebrews that, you know, we we believe that the heavens were framed by the by the by the by the uh, word of God, by the finger of God, so that the things that we now see with our eyes are not made by the things that are visible. A leader must be able to say that with conviction. That the things we now see, they are not made by the things that are visible. I mean, look at the earth. Look at look look at look at this. Just 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 look at the space where you are where you're occupying right now. Look at where you put your feet on. You are standing on a ground that is so solid. And and if you look to your left and to your right, you look ahead and behind, and you look up, you see expanse of spaces. Expanse of space. You see the sun or the moon, depending on what time of the day you are in. You see the stars. You see those things have been there for since the time of the world was created. Those things they don't make themselves. Okay, so I'm trying to I'm trying to just bring us back to that point that there's a spiritual meaning for what we are going through, and if you're going to solve that problem, we have to first address that spiritual, and then the the answer will come out. Because God is going to reveal the answers to us, and God has already revealed this actually. Some of us know it, some of us don't know it. The voice of the VIP is to speak that voice, to give voice to that solution. Give voice to the problem, give voice to what caused it, and give voice to the, 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 the solution for it. Because solution is here. Okay? If we are humble as leaders, knowing that you know, we are not God in ourselves, that we know what God is, and, and, and we have a humble, um, you know, estimation of ourselves in relationship to this God, that we fear God. God. God knows how to find those things out. And then God knows how to respond to those people whose hearts are inclined like that towards him. Otherwise, if we don't do that as leaders, we are going to be in that mode of scarcity because there's not enough. We don't even see any hope that things are going to change. The value, the, the products and services, the money, the customers, the power of the customer to purchase, we don't see that. You know, we just see negatives, we see things half empty, and we behave like that, with that, with that kind of mindset. So it's so limiting. It is so limiting that it affects not only the leader, it affects the, the organizations that, that the leader is leading, you know, it affects the family of those who depend on the employees in that organization in a, in a concentric way, you know. And if you have many leaders thinking like that, can you just imagine how many people the face of the world is going to look like? It's going to be people 
people's faces fearful of scarcity all over the place. But the world was not created from scarcity. You know, as leaders, we have, we have to know that. The world was not created from scarcity. There is no scarcity from where the world came from. The God, just whatever you, whether you believe in, in God in the way the same way I do, you go to the Bible, or you believe in God in another kind of way, I know there's only one God. Okay. We are just in our different, you know, points in time to really know this God fully. Okay. We are growing every day in knowing him. So if you believe in God, you must also have some kind of belief of how how awesome this God is, how glorious this God is, how beautiful this God is. You must have something about that because God is not man. You can't compare man to God to man. So whatever glory um, attribute you, uh, you ascribe to, to God is, is, is so glorious that it's it, it out of this world. It, nothing can compare to him. So that's where the world came from. God created this world from glory, from beauty, from, from excellence, from majesty, from, from surplus, not scarcity. Okay? There's no scarcity from where this world came from. So if there's scarcity, that means that the world has not been operating the way that God designed it. In other words, the mindset that runs the world it's not the same mindset that created it. And if this world is to continue as a going enterprise, then the mindset that existed before COVID has to change and be aligned with God's mindset. And that's the VIP. What does that is VIP to, line, to align our vision with God's vision, our intent with God's intent, our purpose with God's purpose. That's how we can go from being you know, scarcity-minded leaders to surplus-minded leaders. That's where we can go from shortages because there's also leaders who are not scarcity-minded, but they shortages. You know, they see, okay, well, we have some, we have some products, we have some services that people can have the capacity to buy. We can achieve value, we can have money. But it's not enough. It is not enough. So they see some possibilities, but it's just limited possibilities. Okay? And then we have scarcity-minded leaders, we have shortage-minded leaders. Then we have leaders who, you know, are just rationing, I mean, rationing mindset. I mean, it just... It, when, when, once you begin scarcity, it's, it's, it's not good news. No matter how you try to, you know, place it, it's just not good news at all. And it does not reflect the reason for which God created the world. So, but leaders are the key. Because that's why God raised up leaders. So leaders must know. And if they don't know how to get out of this COVID economy, 
they must then seek God's face. We must seek God's face. When you look at the history of the world, okay, through any means you have seen, when you look at the history of God through the Bible, you will see the leaders are the ones who who tore off their clothes and say that this does not reflect your glory. This does not reflect your wish, your pleasure. Why are we in these situations? God wants us to cry like that to Him because He has. We, we are His image bearers, so God wants us to be successful. God wants us to have surplus, abundance, because that testifies that He is, He exists, and He rewards those who diligently seek Him. So the ball is not in God's court. The ball is not caught as leaders. What are we going to do with this COVID economy that we have in our hands? Okay? Because the same mindset that caused COVID, for whatever reason, those who caught COVID, you know, they, 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 they want something and they're trying to get it in the wrong way. They're trying to get it through putting in the lives of millions of people at risk all over the world. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, some humans somewhere in the world, over a period of time or some, somehow, they've caused this thing to happen. God did not cause it. And whatever the reason they, they did it is so, self-focused reason. They are trying to promote themselves. They are trying to get power over people so they can make profit somehow. It's self-focused. Okay? That self-focused mindset, I call it the COVID mindset. That's what I call it. I call it a COVID mindset. It's what has been the world all over since the beginning. Self-focus, power over people to make profit at any cost and sacrifice the life of people for that. That wasn't happening. We just do it in a different way. We all do it in a different way because we have self, we are self-focusing. We want power, okay? We want advantage of other people. We want to project our own self, our value. We want to project that. We want to we, we want to be significant, and we do it many times to the peril of other people. When nobody is seeing, only only God knows what humans have done to promote themselves at the expense of other people. But God is not going to overlook that. Well, God has God God has seen those things, but God's not like He is not going to let him go like that because those people have been sacrificed. Either through them actually dying or living a life that's so you know undervalued below the below the iceberg under the avalanche of the iceberg, they were made in God's image, and God had a plan for them. And God's not going to allow any group of humans. 
individual or in groups to thwart its plan. It's not going to happen. Those who cause COVID, they're going to pay for it. God will make sure that they get paid for what they've done to cause the meanness of life of people whose potential are just beginning to show to express the beauty of the glory of God all over the world. And somebody is going to sit on top of a mountain saying that I am, it is God. No, God is not going to let that happen because there's only one God. There's only one vision. There's only one intent. There's only one purpose. And that is of God. So, VIP is is the is the new wealth. Okay, is the new wealth is a new way to see economy in the twenty first century. And as leaders, we have to want to align ourselves with God's VIP. So, from a fellow leader speaking to another leader. Whether you're Christian or non-Christian, whether you believe God is or not, well, if you don't believe God is, accept the fact that there's a VIP that you can see, okay, that from whom all these things that we call earth and world cosmos come from, okay? If you're comfortable with that VIP, God is VIP. Okay. If if you have problem with saying God because of your prior experience in life, perhaps you have suffered in the hands of people who talk about God and use God's name in vain. And maybe that's affected you and you don't want to use God's name like that. Well, God is not like that. It was those people that that, that presented God to you in the wrong way. Okay. But I understand the pains that you may be going through if you don't want to use God. But God's going to heal you and through this program, the Voice of the VIP, uh, I have um, a coaching and group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching session to help you as leaders uh, to know God and to know who you are in relationship to Him to close that gap so they can begin to create the kind of wealth that you are to create yourself, your unique wealth that is different from anybody else. That's what we do in the voice of VIP. We give voice to the wealth that of God that's in you. We give voice to, to the problems that is limiting our wealth, the cause of it. And we give voice to the solutions, okay, that will bring out the wealth, that brilliance. You know, that's what you've always desired, what you want to do. You know you are created for something great. There's, there's something in you telling you that. So that's what we do here at the Voice of VIP. Okay? And we want to, we want to you know, impact and influence the world uh, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the new way of thinking, the new way of feeling, and the new way of doing things in the 21st century economy. In what we call the winning mindset. That's a that's a coaching group coaching session that uh, is coming up. It's called the the winning mindset uh, for leadership in a 21st century economy, and that's a must group coaching for leaders. It's a it's an eight week program. 
and I will give more information about it uh, later on. Uh, but this is a flagship. We're going to roll that out as soon as possible. And we want as many leaders to join us in this process. There's so many things to come, but this is the first step in rolling these things out. So uh, this is Abraham Joseph Ajenefuja, uh, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian, and podcasting as voice of the VIP. Until next time, may you have a VIP day. Thank you.